Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Who's Your Caddy, presented by Leighton God. Here's your hosts, the Chief, Liam, and Joey Lenz. Hello, friends, and welcome to Who's Your Caddy. It's Tuesday, March 23rd. I'm joined in studio by my two co-hosts, Liam B. and Joey Legs. Behind the glass, we got Elo and the Piz, and we're ready to roll today. 16 days and counting till we're going to be rolling up Magnolia Lane at Augusta for the Masters. Jack, Gary, and Lee Elder will take the ceremonial opening tee shots, and I couldn't be more excited. I was actually watching the 95 Masters last night on YouTube. I don't know if you boys ever tuned into those old final rounds. Before my time, Chief. Before your time. Well, they got them all pretty much back, at least through 86 when Jack won. But we were watching 95, won by uh, one of the greats of the game, Gentle Ben Crenshaw. For those of you that don't know the history of the game too much, he is one of the best putters of all time. He won two green jackets. And, of course, the story that week was he lost his – legendary teacher harvey panic you'll see we have his book the little red book high high recommendation for me if you guys have never read it uh just his notes from teaching some of the best players in the game over the last 50 years uh from about 1950 through 1995 when he passed away uh literally two days before the tournament started so ben was playing with a heavy heart and he came through and won the tournament it was an incredible watch if you haven't seen it uh the 95 masters with ben crenshaw so highly recommend that while you're getting the anticipation revved up for Augusta in a couple weeks. But we still got a couple tournaments before that. We had the Honda last week. We'll do a quick rapid recap of that before we dive into the match play this week. But what do you guys think? Uh, just quick on the Honda. I mean, it was pretty much a bloodbath like we expected, right? I mean, I mean dominated early by Jones. You know, after yeah. the first day, you know, I think he lost the lead for, you know, maybe seven, eight holes. And then, you know, right back there, you know, held the lead through the weekend and, uh, you know, it was an impressive opening day for him. You know, you sort of thought, you know, if he was up five strokes, maybe he could hold it. But, you know, you don't see it a lot now with the PGA. I really like the way that he held on and, you know, finished strong. Very impressive 61 in the first round, yeah. too. Like, that's pretty sick. Uh, but I I stopped watching after all of my bets and all my, my lineup blew up. James Hahn withdrew. Yeah. And, you know, Sabatini was the worst fucking player on the course, so. Kind of just, I mean, we punched, sort of expected right it. In the face, man. We sort I mean, of expected listen, it. that I, field was brutal. I wanted to let you down lightly with uh, with Han. He he always disappoints for me. <laughs> but listen, I got screwed too with General Patton. You know, he just missed the cut by a stroke or two. Mm-hmm. I played. He was playing three under through his first nine, and then he tripled. I think on thirteen, and it just was mediocre from there on out. But we kind of expected the bloodbath. I mean, I'll remember Poulter going ape shit in the bunker on. I think it was fifteen. He he drilled it into the water out of the bunker. It just started absolutely destroying the side of the bunker. <laughs> uh, there were some weird showings of people taking off yeah. clothes. I'll tell you that. Wild West Brian. Yeah. Uh, that was that was hard to watch. We took his shirt off. Uh, I forgot what hole it was, but he. I don't even think he made it out. But Adam who, Scott. Who had took the shirts and one. pants off? I saw someone just uh, rocking boxers. It might have been Capilon. It might have been. <laughs> it may have been Uncle Sebastian on that one. But yeah, it was. It, listen, we knew it was going to be a crazy tournament. Hard to predict. Shit ton of wind, water everywhere. So, I mean, I don't think the viewership was too good Sunday afternoon. I was pretty point. impressed with uh, Cucumber Salad, though. You know, yeah. making the cut, battled on Saturday, fell off a little bit on Sunday. but He did. He was he was actually in my one sixer, but uh, Lowry and Henley both on the same hole on, uh, on Sunday imploded, and it was it was just done from there. Aaron Wise, actually, we should mention him quickly, a uh, guy I usually can't stand playing, but a talented young kid has lurked in the past and was there. He shot, I think he shot back-to-back 64s. Uh, it's pretty solid. And I mean, yeah, I mean, sure. he had that four solid. putt, though, right? 
yeah he, he imploded eventually putt. and yeah it was matt jones all the way so great win by matty jones gotta give him credit for that and you know we're heading right into another huge event this week at the wgc uh we're gonna be at the austin country club which was the nice lead-in for ben crenshaw and harvey Penick, the late great teacher who was the head pro at this club for over 50 years. So we're going to get into Austin in a second. But first, I'll take a quick quick pause to give you guys a quick heads up. If you're looking for custom golf apparel for your team, maybe even a big outing coming up, you found the right place. Hit us up, info at blatantgolf.com. We've got everything for you. Custom polos, hats, towels, umbrellas, whatever you think you might need to swag out on the links, we've got it. With brands ranging from Nike and Adidas to Travis Matthew and even Callaway, we have a wide selection of printed and embroidered options that would look incredible with your team's logo on it. Just contact us, info at blatantgolf.com for a free consultation and a design mock-up today. Tell them the Chief sent you and we'll give you 15% off the entire order. That's blatantgolf.com. All right, yeehaw, we're diving right into the old Texan Hill Country boys today at the WGC match play. It's going to take place at the Austin Country Club, which it has for the last five years. Uh, last year was quite a tournament. Actually, Kevin Kisner won. He was a 48 seed, so we saw a little bit of an upset, but a great match player, so we shouldn't be that surprised. Also, a great Bermuda putter. We're going to be back on another Pete Dye track today. Uh, and, you know, there's certain guys that just play well on those courses. You'll see them come up. Jason Day is a two-time winner of this event once here. We also have Bubba and DJ being the last five to win. And then before that, the event was played all over the country at multiple courses. Dove Mountain, uh, they played out in Arizona. So there's – I would really just look at the last five years if you're looking at course history here. Uh, of course, you could also look at Ryder Cup and President's Cup play for match play statistics. Uh, this tournament's a little bit different. Obviously, we've mentioned match play, top 50 in the official World Golf rankings. Most of them are going to be here. All of the top 10 will be here. Uh, you're going to have actually start on Wednesday, so bear that in mind when you're filling out your lineups. Uh, it's going to be Wednesday through Friday. It's going to be pool play. Each pool consists of four guys. They're all going to play each other once round-robin style. Whoever has the best record is going to move out to the round of 16. That's going to be over Saturday. Uh, and then into the semifinals with the final on Sunday. So it's just one extra day uh, with the first three days being pool play and then the playoffs after that. So the you know PGA set this up to kind of match the NCAA tournament, which is going to be running concurrently with this, obviously, with March Madness. So it should be a fun week. It always is. I mean, it's absolutely beautiful course. It's right on Lake Austin. We actually drove past it when we were down there. Uh, shout out to the con man for his bachelor party a few years back. It's a really beautiful track, and it kind of suits all players. I mean, it's, it's not the longest course, uh, but there's certain holes. There's that one par five. We'll see what Bryson does uh, that you could you could literally – I think Dustin went like four, 420 or 430 off the tee last year. Um, guys just step up and rip it. It's a huge downhill shot. There's another one at the turn. I think it's on 12 or 13. You have people pulling up in their boats on Lake Austin right behind the hole. So it's a beautiful course. Such a sick ad. Such a sick course. I, I can't wait to see it on TV. It's one of the top ones every year. So uh, we're going to do it a little different this week. Uh, we're not going to go too nuts into the DraftKings pricing, and we're going to kind of just run through our brackets for you. Uh, the one thing I will say, make sure that you don't have a lineup with two guys from the same pool. And, you know, it sounds obvious maybe at first, but it happens every year. You get like 10% of the lineups have people in the same pool, but only one guy can make it out. So you'd be at an extreme disadvantage if you did that. Uh, so I'd probably recommend filling out your bracket and just kind of building your lineups based on that to make sure you have as many guys potentially in the last eight or the final four that you can. 
Um, so just starting out, I mean, let's just run through these brackets quick. We'll give our, our top plays, and we'll give you some bets at the end. So starting with number one, we got DJ, obviously, world number one. He's going to be paired alongside Kevin Na, Bobby Mack from Scotland, and Adam Long. So you think first glance, maybe DJ can make it out of this relatively unscathed. But I, mean, I know it's some probably people, uh, the worst group yeah. on here. DJ lucked out so hard. Well, that's some what you of sort these of get being the number increased. one in the world. No, though. for sure. You're supposed to get you know an easier bracket. I think that DJ is going to take this pretty easily. You know, if Kevin Na wasn't coming off injury, uh, I think it might be more of a you know, back and forth battle between yeah. those two, but I don't think the two first timers, McIntyre and Long, could, you know, really battle DJ here. No shot. No yeah, shot. I tend to agree with you there. Not, you know, I usually hate his guts, but he does have a fifth and a ninth at this tournament, uh, in 2019 and 2017. So he seems to like match play, but he's just so erratic. He's all over the place. Like, I heard the players too. That's only always withdraws at the first sign of trouble. So I, I can't trust him. I think DJ will make it out of there. Um, so, yeah, I think we're kind of in agreement on that. Going to cross, we're going to go to number two, which is this is, you know, every every time you see a bracket, people always talk about, like, the pool of death or whatever. And, and this is it here with JT on top coming off the win at the players, paired with Louie, who, yeah, pretty decent track record here, 5th, ninth, 17th, and runner-up in 2016. Uh, <laughs> paired alongside Kevin Kisner, defending champion and second year, <laughs> the year prior to that. And then old man Cooch is right there, but a guy who is the top Pete Dye expert and a great tracker record here. So this is, I think, uh, pretty much without question, the best in terms of history uh, in the difficulty of the of the seeding. So I don't know. I, I probably would lean JT just off the player's win with a week to rest. But what do you guys think? Yeah, I think this is a pool where you don't see someone going 3-0. You see a couple 2-1s maybe getting with a tiebreaker. I do have JT advancing in this bracket. But as you said, I think it will be a tough one. Yeah, not for nothing. I'm a huge Matt Kuchar fan, and I think his uh, history here and his knowledge is going to like help him tremendously, but I think JT pulls this one off. And, you know, history kind of bit me in the ass last weekend, so I'm kind of voting against it, uh, looking at who I put in my lineup. So so no hammer from this group, we're saying? Yeah, no screw hammer. that. Nope. So we, we all got JT advancing plus 138. So. Yeah, yeah, plus yeah, 100%, 100%. I mean, I'm just writing old Cooch Doggy off. Uh, you know, he's just, he's just not playing the same, even though he was. I mean, he lost to Kisner in the final last year. But I love – I got to give a shout-out to – I think Louie's given the most challenge to JT in his oh, career. Oh, yeah. for sure, for I sure. I mean, big shout-out to Dell and WGC for putting these brackets together because this this is just like – it's a sicko bracket. I mean, you have got – this. it's a little unfair to them in this pool. But I love the pairings, and you'll see in this entire section – or region, I guess you could call it. Uh, when we go down a little bit, you have some serious, serious, intriguing matchups. So we'll get to that in a sec. But uh, continuing in order, next bracket's going to be number three, John Rahm leading it off, uh, along with Ryan Palmer, his good buddy and correlated course expert. Usually they play well at the same course, whether it's Tory. They won the match play, actually, uh, the stroke play event in New Orleans together a couple years ago. So that's interesting with playing each other. Shane Lowry, I think he's kind of burnt by now after playing multiple weeks in a row. He also played at the Seminole Member Pro Tournament on Monday at the exclusive Seminole Club. So he's got to be – I think he's probably toast. And then Munoz, a nice little player, but I don't I don't think Rom's going to have too much trouble getting out of this. Yeah. Not, uh, same thing, you know, we're all going with the chalk a little bit here, but this is a pretty easy bracket, you know, similar to that DJ bracket. You know, as long as Rom doesn't have too tough of a day with his putter, I don't think, think I'm have, he's going to have a problem here. 
Yeah, you know, I'm voting against history here, but, you know, Ron was the runner-up to DJ in 2017, so I think he knows his way around this course In his a debut, bit. too. Yeah, exactly. So, And I think that their friendship will be nice. It should be a good match, Ron and Palmer. I'd love to pick Palmer as a dark horse if he wasn't in this group, but I do think Ron gets out. And, frankly, if he gets out of here, he might have a nice path to the Final Four. We'll get yeah, to that, that that's a sure. weak lower bracket there. Yeah, I think he got a pretty nice draw here. So we'll see what happens with that. You know, number four, we have Morikawa with Billy Ho, Max Homa, very informed Max Homa, and a Bermuda match play guy in JT Poston. He really screwed me hard last week. Hard. Um, but he's a very erratic guy. <laughs> back, yeah. back on Bermuda in a match play tournament in what I would probably say is the weakest uh pool here I, I think one of the weakest definitely Morikawa has never played match play oddly enough and he's still young so that's not that surprising I mean Billy Ho has some experience to get another Bermuda guy Max Holm was just on a tear I, I don't know I'm kind of conflicted here I, I think Morikawa just on raw talent but the way Homa is playing I mean I, I kind of think it's between the two of them and Billy Ho and Poston good Bermuda guys but I don't think they're really the ilk of the other two in there oh no not at all I just I think I like this group just because of who's in it um, I think you're right, though. There's those couple guys are a little bit erratic, and regardless of being good on Bermuda, I don't think they could play against Morikawa or yeah, in season Homa right now. Um, I have Morikawa advancing just because I like him, uh, but you know I don't know what's gonna happen this week. Yeah, I think Colin's been just struggling too much with his putter as of re- recent. Uh, recent. But, you know, Billy Hull checks the most boxes for me here. I'm going to take Billy Hull. Actually, I'm going to take him going into the corner of finals. I'm going to take him Ooh, winning Billy this Hull group. Billy Hull going that far? And winning again, yeah. Bro, that's going to be 225 a... here, and I do uh, like no him shot. making a little run here. All right, we're going to have a little debate on that shortly, but we'll get back to that. Uh, cruising right along. Big Bryson is up next. Had a busy week for Mr. Bryson so far, releasing his uh, limited edition NFT collection yesterday. Also played at the Seminole Member Pro, so he's been pretty busy, uh, even though it was an off week for Bryson. We'll see how he comes in. I, I don't know. I'm kind of torn on him. I think he you know, can overpower any course, but this isn't necessarily a course that's meant to be overpowered. Uh, there's a couple holes he'll surely take advantage of, but I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm a little on the fence about him. Also got Tommy Fleetwood, who's dead to me for at least the next three months. He's so bad. The players. <laughs> And Siwoo Kim, again, a guy just shows up uh, at the players. Again, every year, Pete Dye, expert, expert, expert. I can't drill it into your heads anymore. you got to play Siwoo at Pete Dye courses. Uh, and then Antoine Rosner, some of you guys might not know him, just drained a 70-footer to win on the Euro Tour last week. Uh, guy is rising quickly. Oh, in so the he's World got Golf huge rankings. balls is what you're saying to me. Huge cojones on Mr. Rosner. Uh, so keep an eye on him as a little dark horse maybe, but and I think Bryson probably gets out of here, but Liam, definitely going to be harder than yeah, expected. I got Bryson getting out of here. I think he'd have, you know, much better of a chance if this course is a little bit longer, but, you know, he's, you know, a smart player. He's been uh, all on top of his game lately. I think he's going to pass this group pretty easily yeah I actually i'm going pretty decently far this week yeah me too i mean listen siwoo kim is my guy i really wish that he wasn't in a group with bryson because i think bryson's short game regardless of people talking about his drives i think his short game is pretty solid and his approach shots have been pretty good the last couple tournaments so i think bryson gets out of this one and you know sorry siwoo but I, I still might put you in a, a prop bet or two. Yeah, I like Siwoo as a sleeper, and I do sort of like what you're saying about Bryson and his approach game, similar to DJ a few years back when he realized he went over to Uncle Butchie Harmon there in Vegas and said, you know, fix my wedge game because I'm the best driver in the world. I think that's what Bryson's seeing now. 
Uh, he's been working with Chris Como, I think, as his coach. So they're mm-hmm. working on the approach game. I don't know. Listen, Bryson obviously could win this tournament. We'll see what happens. Do we have an under over for his longest drive? Because I know you were saying with that down. Yeah, that one hole that DJ murdered uh, last time. He went over 400 on it. There was Some people were saying Bryson can go 500. I don't know if it's going to get that ridiculous. I mean, that, that would be something. That would be Manhattan Project level nuke. But I, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We got, we'll look more into that. Maybe we'll see if we can Happy find a problem. Gilmore that. accomplished that feat no longer than an hour ago. <laughs> you know? <laughs> he's going to be trying hard. So I, I, I like that for Bryson. We'll see. We'll get a number on that and see if we can tweet it out or something. Uh, moving right along, we got the X-Man next up with Scotty Chef, uh, Texas boy. Keep that in mind. Jason Day, two-time winner of the event, Pete Dye specialist, and Andy Sullivan. Uh, he's another English player. Nice little player, but not really in great form. So i uh, probably lean Day in this group. Maybe Scotty Chef with a nice little Texan upset. Always got to be wary of him. And I'm going to be off Xander personally. I think he's going through uh, some swing things. I think he may need to look into getting a new coach because it's not working with his dad. I think it's a little too much family pressure. But yeah. we'll get into that another time. Uh, so I like Day coming out of here. I think he'll figure it out. He's been playing better and getting ready for Augusta in a couple Ag- weeks. Agreed. Hammer, Jason Day, Jason, Jason Day. Day, Jason Day. I'm actually going to go with Xander here. Okay. I, I, this bracket's so weak down low. You know, match play, any of these guys could really get going, you know, in this lower right bracket. I, I like Xander advancing in this first round. All right, I can't knock you for that guy's top ten player in the world. I just don't love where he sucks head. right now. We'll see. We'll see. Could he could flip it around? Uh, next up, we got okay. Love this one right here. We got Captain America, <laughs> the people's villain, Patrick Reed, another Texas boy. He's based out of Houston though. He's got two ninths in the last four years here. Then we got Jocko Neiman playing really well. Uh, my boy, the Bez, absolute putting wizard, needs to be watched at match play tournaments, especially on Bermuda. Uh, and then Bubba, a guy who was mentioned as a Monday misprice yesterday, he's not coming in the greatest form, but he's won this tournament two years ago, and he came ninth the year before that, 7,400 on DraftKings. Could get a little popular, but maybe not. Looking more at the pricing, there's a lot of guys in that range that will probably eat up some ownership. So I think Bubba, 7,400, interesting play. I personally am going to stick with Patrick to figure it out. I think he's going to get out of here, setting up a monumental matchup down the road. Uh, with with Spieth potentially or JT, but he needs to get past Brian Harmon first. We'll get to that. I think we have to pause briefly for our first hammer of the week. Not only at plunt 2800, Lone Wolf, Tory Pines winner, we're taking Patrick Reed not to only advance oh. in this group, but we're taking Patrick Reed to win the entire bracket. Dell Championship Hot hammer diggity. on Patrick Reed, baby. The winner hammer coming out from Mr. Reed. By Mr. Liam Brennan here, going with Patrick Reed to win the whole damn thing. I mean, if he makes it out of that region, he definitely could. I mean, it's listen, we know his record in match play, Ryder Cup wise, he pretty much untouched in terms of win loss record. Uh, yeah, makes tons of sense. Can't argue with it. I, I think I'm pretty go. F- I think I got him going to the Elite Eight. See, I can't wait to laugh in your face when he loses in the match play. Uh, Patrick you know, I don't Reed, even like Patrick I, Reed much. I hate him. I just, just absolutely like everybody love him else this hates him. And I think Neiman's playing at a level where he could get out of there. Granted, he'll lose in the round of 16, but I think he's going to win this match. Neiman play. might come in last place in that bracket. Uh, dude, I, I think, think he could win, I think, too. I, I, think this, yeah. I think this is a very intriguing bracket. Uh, I think Bubba's going to suck. For some reason, I just yeah, he's not playing great. He just like there's bubble courses and there's not bubble courses. Yeah, this yeah. is a bubble course. Yeah, so yeah. I, you see him in like dead last plus ten withdrawing, yeah. and then you see him, you know, minus eight leader first day. Like he he really comes out of nowhere sometimes. Very sure. erratic, and just please 
please be careful with the bez because if he catches that hot putter on Bermuda, just, oh, just, it's over. Just I mean, wait till it. I throw this prop out after later on. Okay. Like for this group, oh, it's gonna be an easy, easy. I'm gonna break at the hammer for that one. All right, we're about hammer halfway on the prop. By yeah, halfway through, we're gonna start running out of nails over here. <laughs> yeah, I mean this next group is actually a phenomenal group for Euro Tour aficionados. We got Ty Hatton, Uncle Lee Westwood, who's still uh, dealing with a broken heart from Uncle Lee. And Mr. Garcia, Sergio, Austin's own Sergio Garcia. Keep that in mind. Yeah. And Matty Wallace, really good player out of England. Um, don't know if he's the same ilk as the other three. Uh, I think Uncle Lee is still a little burnt out, and I think he's got Augusta on his mind in a few weeks. So He's I, not thinking about this one. Uh, I'm kind of between Hatton and, and Sergio. Uh, faded Sergio like a Stugatz last uh, couple weeks. That won't be happening. I'm going to take Sergio over Hatton. Uh, he's got a fifth last year and a ninth two years back. Again, is based out of Austin now. Phenomenal match player going back to the Ryder Cup years. Uh, and I just, again, actually Ryder Cup is still in play for him this year. So I like Sergio to get out of this. this I'm going to agree with you there. I think, honestly, like I'm not a Sergio fan. Like my dad likes Sergio. I, He's another people's villain for me. Uh, but you know what? I think the way he's playing right now and the uh, last few tournaments that he's played in, I think he's definitely uh, – getting better and better and better um and i think he's going to come out of this one i actually have him going to the quarterfinals so mm. i think sergio is going to surprise a lot of people yeah he's hitting his stride pretty well plus 220 i'm also going to be taking him to advance you know you can't count on hatton of course you know the favorite in this group but uh sergio plus 220 that's some uh good value right there for sure all right cool so all right well, we're on sergio let's do it moving right along uh this group, I mean, we got Mac Hughes, the Gooch Meister, Uncle Paul Casey, and a, a not informed Webb Simpson, who is normally a Pete Dye Bermuda guy, but doesn't have a great track record here the last three years. Uh, will be very low owned if you want a contrarian play on DraftKings. You can get Webby probably at like 5%. Uh, I won't be touching him with a 10-foot stick, personally. Uh, I'm going to be going with Uncle Paul Casey to get out of this bracket. He's got two runner-ups uh, before they came here and two ninths at this course, so... I've uh, been playing great overall this year. Fifth, tenth, fifth, first, eighth, his last five. Uh, so Uncle Paul in Dubai. is going to be that win in Dubai was big and came back to the States and just kept playing well. So I, I like Uncle Paul to get out of here. And actually, I will have him beating Sergio in a very tight matchup uh, in the round of 16. But I'm going with uh, Casey in this one. Yeah, me as well. I'm actually having Casey run, have a little final four run here. I like that. I have him taking this top left bracket, you know. DJ, another one you got to worry about here, but I, I don't see DJ traveling too far this weekend. All right, so I was looking at it on Sunday, and I was all over Paul Casey. And, Chief, you just mentioned it. You know, Webb Simpson's not in form right now, but I think he might slip this one out, and he's going to show everybody a little something-something this weekend. And that 5% contrarian play, I might have to do it. I like it. I like it from a contrarian aspect because it's kind of, I mean, listen, Gooch is playing well. Mac Hughes, if you catch the hot putter, watch out. But, like, it's not the, definitely not the strongest. I would say it's one of the weakest brackets. For sure. Would be shocked if Webb came out. Uh, Another one with four guys, to me, that are kind of in the same realm of of game right now uh, is number 10 with Patrick Cantlay, uh, another one in my in my. Dog shed Woodhouse Shitheadville him and him and Tommy I can't absolutely I'm, I'm getting right just talking about it uh, Hideki who's <laughs> long been in the woodshed for me uh, and then <laughs> another a guy who is becoming family status very quickly in the swing season Mr Carlos Ortiz cousin Carlos cousin Carlos baby please watch out for his putter much like the Bez if he catches a hot one it's over speaking of hot putters the Harmonator 
will be at my Don't other Monday mispriced 7,200 on DraftKings. Uh, guy just came in third, almost stole the players from JT two weeks ago. Ninth year, two years ago. Phenomenal match player when he played at the University of Georgia. You'll hear stories about him. He took down Rory head-to-head. This guy is an absolute pit bull gamer, and I will be taking the Harmonator to make it out of this group. So I played golf with uh, Mike this weekend, and, you know, right before we played, he compared me to the Harmonator. We're the same height. What an honor. You know, so I, I feel like I got to play him, but I'm going to go right against Chief here. I think Masuyama is going to ball. Whoa. And I think that he comes out of this one because Cantley is absolute garbage. Uh yeah, I feel like every time we play Cantley, he's coming off, you know, three, four top tens in a row and then misses a cut. So I'm also going to join you with the Harmonator this week. Okay. Uh, you know, tied third of the players with Drew last week, you know, took some rest time. I think he's coming into this, you know, ready to go. And, you know, plus 335 to exit this round. Mm. That's, that's that's very tasty. nice here. Yeah, I, I love the Harmonator. All right, so that that's great. I mean, listen, we should say, though, Cantley really is the best player in this group. Oh, definitely. Hands uh, down. Another P-Dye specialist, but just what he did at the players was so disappointing for me, and the way that Harmon showed up at the players, I'm rolling with Harmon. Listen, think this like, is all about Cantley what have you run done away for me with lately. Bracket over here. He could. Straight up. Uh, he could. But, like, dude, it's all what have you done for me lately. We can't, we can't ride history like we have in the past because this tournament's match play, and it's a little bit different than the others. I really hope they go into some more, like, mic'd up stuff this week. So oh, we that'd be so sick. That was great. A little bit. They had on, yeah, the players, they had every – you could watch every shot and hear them from yeah. the tee boxes and in the fair. It was – that was great to watch. I don't know how much they'll have of that, but, I mean, we're going to have five days of coverage, so hopefully yeah. they'll have some Just good Just listen to, like, old-school Phil Mickelson, like, shit talk uh, like i was gonna it's say great. over under on the shit talk this weekend there's gonna be a ton there has there's, to be. there's some guys that gotta just get in people's heads yeah, yeah. actually if phil wasn't even here but I, I would really keep an eye on him because he was striking the ball great i think he was second green regulation at the honda a couple weeks ago uh last week rather and you know for for one more lurk I, phil was lurking in 95 at the yeah. masters he, he finished top five in 95 he was had the long hair no hat yeah I mean, he could he could steal one more green jacket. But what about what what was his decision making process when he hit off the car path into the water? Suspect. What I mean, was that? that? It, it, was, it was classic Phil just trying to do a little too much with it. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see to get that. his scrambling percentage up a couple strokes there. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame we don't see Phil this week because I think he can make a little run. Uh, a phenomenal match play guy, but I mean, we got to push well, he, on. He runs the match already, so we, yeah. we get to see him enough. Another guy who is a phenomenal match player, one of the best players in the world, Roy McIlroy, leads off number 11 here. Uh, I mean, he's paired alongside Cam Smith, Lanto Griffin, and Ian Pota. Uh, hopefully the bunkers survived his attack last week. Uh, I don't know. This group's kind of making me nauseous. I think I'm going with Cam Smith on this one. You got to uh, play the mullet. You got to yeah, play, play the, the mullet. mullet. Guy who, if you watch the President's Cup, was really phenomenal, stared down anybody that was coming at him, almost took down DJ at the Masters. Uh, this past November. So, I don't know. Rory's playing like shit. Uh, Poulter needs to play well. And actually, got to say, Poulter is one of the all-time best match players. So, keep that in mind as a sneaky little play. 6,700 on DraftKings. And Lanto, great player. Could make some tough matches. But uh, for me, I think Cam Smith is playing the best right now. So, I'm going to take Cam Smith. I mean, it's unfortunate. It feels like I'm following you on every pick right, right. now. That's all right. We're in lockstep. You know, here. I'm actually going to cross out Cam Smith. Because mm. I was really between him and Poulter. And, you know, just hearing how, you know, good Poulter's been in the past at match play. I'm going to take Poulter sneaky in this group. I think this group's – this lower bracket's going to hell anyway. Yeah, I think this so is – I'm yeah, going to take Poulter down there for some value. All right. 
What do we think, Legs? I'm still rocking the mullet. But I'm definitely fade, fade Rory. Rory's oh, not fade a, Rory not a good every single week until he figures out his swing again. I really just don't think he's playing well. And you know, like, dude, I'm gonna play the mullet. I think he's got balls of steel, and I think that you know, Poulter, although he's good at match play, I think you know, Cam Smith's gonna make a little run here. I mean, Rory also will just say with the caveat, he could pop out of this at any time. Is a phenomenal match player throughout his career and maybe just needs a little change of format to spark him going into Augusta. I don't know, but I'm staying away. Yeah, I mean, he admitted his swing change definitely hurt him. So until he finds it again, I I, I don't want to play He did admit to trying to live up to the Bryson hype and and it fucked up his swing. And I don't don't think he's going to be getting out of it too quickly, but you never know with him. You never know. Disappointing. I feel like we're always not talking about Lanto Griffin. I know that oh, I don't think it's a good matchup for him, I but he's someone that just he's still goes good under the radar he's, yeah, every yeah. single. He's week. always underpriced on DraftKings, and he just he's kind of hit that ceiling where he needs to get a top five yeah. pretty soon because he, he perpetually lurks in the T twenty range, which is fine. Again, at that low price, it's nice to have a guy like that that's going to T twenty, but. I think he's just caught a little too much experience in this group, and those are now with Cam Smith after the President's Cup accomplished match players, and I, I think he's going to struggle uh, to get out of there. So, anyway, I got a few more left. Uh, number twelve. This this is actually a really interesting group. Uh, Tony Fiend's coming off the plus seven disaster at the Players, uh, the Co Kraken. At seventy five hundred, just continuous disrespect. Uh, <laughs> we know where Chief's going with this one. Well, I, I was going there, but we're not going to go there. All right. Willie Z, okay, Willie Z, please watch out for the ball striking aficionado right. and Dylan Fratelli. <laughs> okay, don't like this guy. Romeo the Caddy loves him. He's from Texas. I wouldn't be floored if he came out of this weak bracket. Uh, I, I was leaning the co Kraken just for my obsession with him. Yeah, but thought a little bit more about it. Players is tough. Tony Finau showed up at the Ryder Cup last year. Let's not forget about that two years ago, excuse me. Uh, and he made his bones playing match play on the Vegas circuit coming up as a younger guy. So he has experience in this format, decent track record, not really a ton of experience in this whole group. But I think Uncle Tony Finau gets it back together this week. And I actually like him to win here and then beat Bryson in the next round. Uh, so I'm going to go with I'm going to go with the bounce back from Tony Fiends this week. I, I definitely agree. I mean, I think his mindset's in the right place. You know, he went to Disney a couple of weeks ago with his family. You know, he's in. He's just hanging out. Liam actually just was in Disney for a week. So I think the, the vibes are high for him. And I think this week bracket, I think Tony's definitely the best player out of the four. Um, and, you know, I like him. I, I, think, I think he definitely uh, has a good tournament. Yeah, I'm actually going to take Zalatoris here. I like uh, it. I, like I think, it. you know, he's in good form. He has so much fascination with his game. I think, uh, you know, a round of 16 matchup between him and Bryson will be, you know, one to watch for just like JT and Spieth. I think those are two, you know, top matchups you want to see in that round of 16. He also actually uh, just relocated to Texas too. So you got him and Fratelli based in Texas and the two big boys in Finau and Kokrak. That's an interesting little group right there. I want to keep an eye on that for maybe a deep push again to part of the bracket that's maybe not so strong. Uh, following up with this next group, I mean, for me, I- I'm just going to write off the Streel Doggy and, we- and Weisberger. Uh, I don't think they're playing too well. They're too streaky for me. Uh, but their book ended by two other guys, good boy Victor Hovland coming in off a disappointing week at the players, but still a top-tier ball striker. And my pick to get to the finals the Mexican prophet. Damn. I don't know if it deserves a hammer or not, but Abraham answer is going to make a run this week. I'm fairly confident in it. Uh, 17th year last year, phenomenal track record at the president's cup, Texas based guy went to college in Oklahoma, right next door. 
and I just think that his game right now is trending in a direction where he's ready for that next step up. Uh, he's competed at the Masters in a world-class field like this, and he's a Pete Dye specialist. I think it all kind of checks out for him. He will be popular on DraftKings, so be forewarned with that. But uh, I like the profit to make a nice little run here into the finals. Abraham answer. Yeah, he lights up the WGC. Yeah, you know, even over you know just the last year, it's been crazy. His debut last year here. I like him in this group. I think you know the composure of Hovland might help him in you know some of this match play. But I, I think Answer has this course down the best in this group, and you know he's gonna advance pretty easily. I, I don't know about easily. I definitely like the answer man. I think we, you know, we ride him a, a fair amount. But you know, Vic is Vic, and I think you, that you got to ride him at the WGC. He just shows. Listen, up. listen. I, I think Victor Hovland might sneak this one out. I think it might come down to a two and one and two and I mean, one. He is the favorite. I just, I just so, no, for sure. Taking it. Yeah, uh, dude. Answer posted his swing on Monday on Instagram, and it was. Oh, it was just crazy. He's got a good Instagram and Twitter if you want to follow. He does. Just like behind the scenes swing stuff. He's a good guy. Um, I don't know. I like him out of there. We got a few groups left. Let's whiz through these and then we'll kind of finish out the bracket. Number 14, got the Hamburglar coming off the fake rib injury. Uh, just kidding. Not, not fake. <laughs> but, but he, I mean, listen, we know the story with him. Cousin Harris English uh, will actually be my pick to get out of here. Nice little track record and match play in the past. Bermuda guy playing a little bit better. Looked better at Sawgrass. Uh, Brendan Todd, another great Bermuda putter. And then you got Eric Van Royen. I don't touch him. Another one, don't go near him. For me, at least, uh, just too much danger lurking around for me. He did play pretty well at the Honda, but I just, not a guy, the joggers, the whole thing. It just upsets me for many reasons. But I'll take Harris. What do you boys think? Brutal group. Yeah, brutal, brutal I, it's group. a brutal group, but you know, like, I've been riding Danny B last yeah. three weekends. So, you know, I might as well go with him again. You know, I actually have him upsetting Rom in the round of 16, Ooh. which is a very, very low percentage play. But for some reason, I think Danny B is going to show up this weekend, especially in this pretty shitty group that he's in. Yeah, I'm riding with your legs. Even though Berger has a pretty you know, bad track record in match play, I still think he's going to get out of this group here, but not go too much further than that. Yeah. Um, all right, so last two, we got number 15, Fitzy, Wolfie, Corey Connors, and Jordan Spieth. Uh, Is Wolf even a golfer anymore? Dude, I don't know what's going on with him. I felt bad for the guy. I forget that he's a young kid still. I mean, he, he's, he's obviously – He's have right? He's had or some he mental situations, now? I, I think, know. going on with traveling on tour. He's talked about that. Yeah. Uh, he looked like he had his just – he looked like he was playing blind. Sure, that article that we read, I mean, yeah. I mean, definitely played the tale of being a young guy, being away from his family, and not being able to do a lot because of COVID and everything, so – yeah, I, I'm. I feel for him. I'm staying away from him. Uh, Fitzy, actually, back to the seminal pro member on Monday was paired with Bryson. And if you remember back in the fall, they had a couple back and forth barbs about the distance. Fitzy basically said Bryson was destroying the integrity of the game, uh, and we'll see. He's he's actually going by Matt Fitzpatrick now. I heard, I saw that this morning on Twitter. He doesn't want to be called Matthew, but uh, got a terrible track record, honestly, in match play and not a great history here. So. Voiding him, Corey Connors, the putting has to come back to earth at some point. He's still striking the ball, so amazing. Uh, but for me, the homeboy, Austin-based, again, the connections to Ben Crenshaw and the late Harvey Penick. I think Jordan Spieth is going to figure it out this week, and I have him going on a little run to the Final Four out of this. Uh, listen, yeah, I think he's going to be a big spoil in this group up top. You know, I think his ranking is a little bit lower than it should be. But, you know, he also got a pretty good draw in this group. I think he – Goes away easily, 3-0, wins all three matches. Wow. 
Listen, I have Spieth going to the finals. Wow. Okay. So we're on. We're on Jordy. Yeah. I, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. He's in Reed's bracket, so let's not throw I, too far over there. You okay. know how much I hate Patrick Reed, so it doesn't matter. Um, but you know what? Like just looking at who's in his group, Matthew Wolf. I don't think he does anything. Fitzy's. You know he's good, but and Corey Connors is very good. I think the only one that Corey gives Connors speed, could be a little. I was gonna say I think he's, he's the only one that gives very speed good issues. Form. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean look at it. I mean he's gaining almost stroke and a half ball striking. I mean he's yeah. one of the best ball strikers. There's no question. It's just like how many weeks can you string together decent putting? And another problem with this is guys know this on tour. They're not giving him the three footers. I mean they're not conceding anything to him. They're gonna make him put everything out. And I think that's going to be a problem. I think if he misses one or two, that could be the determination of an entire match. Definitely. So I, I, I like Spieth and that, and I like him going on a run. So uh, well, last bracket here. This one I do want to mention one guy, uh, but starting with Sung Jay, we also got the Wild Leash Doggy and Russell Henley, who looked pretty good till he imploded last week at the Honda. Uh, you know, Leashman's got a good track record here. Henley, Bermuda, Sung Jay, just, you know, ball striking machine. But my guy here. And I think I know Liam likes this guy too. He's going to be one of my dark horse selections. Uh, Victor Perez, up to 33rd in the official world golf ranking, ninth at Sawgrass after another guy banged like a 50 footer to make the cut Friday and went on a nice little tear up the leaderboard. Uh, I just like his game. He's a world class talent and gets no respect. And I like him to come out of this group. And I'll go one further. I have him knocking off DJ in the round of 16. Uh, so Victor Perez is going to be a dark horse play for me at 6,600 on DraftKings. Yeah, you're going to have a couple of X's up there once the week starts getting along because Victor Perez is not coming out of that group. Okay. No All shot. Right, we'll I, I think, you know, it's going to be between Sungjae M and Russell Henley. I think M, you know, he's the highest slotted uh, newcomer here. I think he's on top of his game right now. I don't think he's ever been playing better. I see him, you know, coming out of this bracket and then taking down DJ. Really? Okay. I mean, I've played here before, but good, good match play record at the President's Cup. Definitely. I think M definitely has his short game has been off the charts as of late. And I don't know. I just, I'm going with the leash doggy. Nobody else is on him. Yeah, good record. And and he has a great record here. He's pretty good in match play. And you know what? Like, he's not going to be, I don't think he's going to be owned that high either. So I'm going to rock. I think this bracket's going to have some low ownership. Especially just talk about it right now. We're all over the board here. I kind of think. All four guys to me have similar upside. Maybe Sungjae has the most, but he's really not been playing amazing. And again, I just I think about I think it was two years ago when DJ lost to Hao Tang Lee at this course. Seemed like an absolute layup, and was defeated pretty easily. So at first, yeah. initially, I thought DJ is running through to the finals, but the more I think about it, the more with Augusta lurking. Uh, you know, DJ's also got some bad karma. Uh, by and the way, Nas too. I- I think he's going to get through that easily, but you know, if not ever comes in full strength, you know, and knocks him out early, that'd be a nice little Dude, in the eyes of bracketology and, you know, everything that goes on during this month, this is March. Who the hell knows what's going to happen? We sleep in May, baby. We sleep in May. DJ not playing the Olympics in Japan, but going to take the money in Saudi Arabia is going to be a big problem for him. Uh, Uncle Brandel Chambly was talking about on Golf Channel the other day. Uh, Whether or not people care about that, I don't know, but I just think that's not a great look for him. And he might hear some backslash about that this week. We'll see. I don't know. Listen, DJ is the best player in the world. He could definitely make a run. But I also think that I don't know that he's going to want to be checked in for this full tournament, even though that is a big money event. I just I have a feeling. I, I think he might be going down that round of 16 one way or the other. Uh-oh. So we'll see. But 
kind of to run through the rest of this, maybe we each just go through and kind of see how it plays out for each of us. You know, we'll, we'll kind of just run through. We don't have to go through each necessarily round from here on out. But, I mean, I've already said that I think Victor Perez is going to be knocking off TJ in round two. But then I have Casey taking him out. So I got Paul Casey from this region. Uh, on the bottom, I've got Answer over Tony Fiends. Uh, then up top, I want to talk about this for a second. We actually, I, if we want to dive into this, because this is the most appealing region to me, we potentially could have a JT versus Spieth BFF matchup in round of 16 with the Harmonator and Patrick Reed underneath. Those four guys, pretty much any combination of those four would be amazing. Oh, that's exactly TV. what my bracket's looking like yeah. over here. And now, See, like, I have Spieth and JT, but I have Machiyama and Neiman in the bottom, too. Okay. I mean, it, just let's just assume for a second that it is Harmon and yeah. Reed. Don't forget now, uh, Patrick Reed was essentially kicked off the Georgia team when he was there, a team that consisted of Harmon, Russell Henley, Chris Kirk, a bunch of other pros. He hated his guts to the point where Kisner, who was gone by then, said that they – I think he said, like, they wouldn't piss on him if he was lit on fire. Like, they hate Patrick Reed in this group. And See? I think you could have a Harmonator versus Reed – absolute blood slaughter match and i'll give reed the advantage just because he's a better player but would not be shocked if the harmonier took him out in round two and the winner of that would play either jt or spieth assuming they both get out of their pools so i, I think that's possibly the best section of the of the entire bracket to look at in the round of 16 and into the elite eight i think you know for the PGA, they want to see JT and Spieth play. Yeah. You know, I think it's going to be very highly viewed. And I think Spieth might have a little advantage here over JT. Uh, I, tend I do to too. agree, just the, the local narrative. And also, I think there's something to say about Spieth was the top dog for several years, regressed, and now is back. But JT is now the top dog. I think there's a bit of an alpha contest. Friendly, of course. For sure. I think it's friendly, but I think JT has it pretty solid in stone right now i think he's on pace to win i think speed has a chip on his shoulder though this weekend because of his ranking in this and you know like he's kind of an underdog i'd like to see an underdog story but you know the battle between friends is definitely going to be something to watch and then we're going to see potentially speed versus reed which you if you remember after the Ryder cup they used to be an unbeatable match and now they've had a little drawing back and forth they're probably made up by this point but just the extra added layer of drama on top of that in the potential Elite Eight matchup. I mean, there's, uh, this is my favorite region, and I think it's going to have some really good TV involved with it. I have who, who one. Do you come out, have him coming out of that region? Um, I have Spieth. Me I have, too. I have Spieth. So for me, I guess we want to just finish it Texas off for me. Four. We'll go uh, Answer, Casey, Spieth. And at the bottom, I got Rombo coming out, baby. Guns blazing. And in the finals, I'm going to have Rom over Answer. Uh, in, a, in a great match, a tight match. But I think Rom tasted it a few years back, and I think he wants the whole meal this time. So definitely, I'm going to take John Rom as my winner. Uh, you guys just want to give a quick rundown of how you think it's going to unfold? Go ahead. Yeah, so in, in my top left, I got uh, Casey over M going to the semis there. I got Bryson going over Billy Ho in that bottom left bracket. So Bryson in the final four against Casey. Bryson moving to the finals. Then over on the right side, I got Reed over Spieth in the quarters, Xander over Rom in the quarters, with Reed going to the finals versus Bryson, and then I see Reed taking home the the gold over there. That would be a phenomenal matchup, no doubt. Uh, all right, legs. What all you right. Got? So I mean, on the left side, I got DJ over Sergio in the quarters, 
and Bryson over Morikawa, actually, in the quarters. I think Morikawa's first appearance here, right? Uh, I think he's going to do a little magic. Uh, so DJ's going to be in my finals there over Bryson in the semis. Um, and then the other side, I got Spieth over Masayama. And I got the mullet, baby, the over mullet, Danny B going into the semifinals. And then Spieth taking him down. I think, you know, DJ versus Spieth in the finals. I, it's In my head, it's a toss-up, so I don't really know. Um, but I want to see that third-place matchup of Bryson versus uh, Cam Smith. All right, but gun through your head, DJ or Spieth? <sighs> I think Spieth because he's got the chip on his shoulder. Love it, love it. Yeah, um, I like it. I like. It. I will say, keep an eye on Cam Smith too. I have him losing a round, but I think, man, th- this is going to be Spieth great. Spieth going to the finals, not even the favorite in his own round. Exactly. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. All right. Good. I got uh, the birthday. Might look, look a lot Come like on. my March Madness bracket. Oh god, yeah, X is everywhere. Hey, yeah, I got the eighty-seven percent. Let's go. All right. So we got uh. So final winner selection for the bracket at least will be Rom for me. Legs. The finals, uh, Spieth. Spieth, Liam, Patrick, Reed. Patrick. All right. Uh, take a quick break, and then we'll get back with our final plays, and uh, we'll look forward to next week. All right, so listen, the spring is here. The birds are chirping. The warm weather has arrived. We need some new gear, right? We need some nice merch, other things to, uh, to light up the Instagram on the course of the spring, and we've got the place to find it. Blatantgolf.com, uh, we offer not only custom gear, but also our own line of official podcast sponsored merch t-shirts hats all sorts of things you could buy on there uh with really cool logos all the best brands and even better with uh augusta rolling around the corner we're going to give you guys 10 percent off everything now through the conclusion of the masters tournament in a few weeks just use code masters and you'll get 10 percent off everything uh everything on the store will be available to you uh, it's available right now. Go check it out. Uh, along with the merch, we have our links to the various podcast platforms. We also have our weekly previews and dark horse selections. So make sure to subscribe uh, on Spotify if you can and download through Apple. And then follow us. Uh, we're going to be at Blatant Golf on Twitter and Instagram. We'll be tweeting out uh, all of our picks and selections throughout the week. And just visit BlatantGolf.com. Uh, if you love the game, that's the place to find it. BlatantGolf.com. All right, gents, let's wrap it up with our picks to win. Kind of mentioned them before. I I don't know if you want to just run through it. I'll say Rom for me uh, and Answer as my top two dogs. And I'm going to go with Victor Perez as the dark horse selection this week. Yeah, so I got, you know, the outright on the hammer, Patrick Reed. We're going to take Sung J M to win his round at plus 170. We're going to take Billy Ho to win his round at plus 225. We're taking Jordan Spieth to win his round at plus 200. And last but not least, we're taking the Harmonator at plus 335 to win his group. I like that. Uh, So for me, you know, Bryson, DJ, and JT are all plus 1,400 to win the whole thing. So I think that's a nice little coin flip for you. Uh, I have Spieth winning, so I'm going to ride him a little bit. But, you know, for me, it's all about the props. It's all about the match play. So I got a couple here for you. Uh, Cam Smith, minus 106 to win over uh, Lanto Griffin. I think that's a lock and a half. Uh, Jason Day over Scotty Chef, plus 120. How could you not play that? Jason Day is going to come out of that group Yeah, with I saw no problems. Reed over Watson was minus 125 or something like uh, that. Like ridiculous. Hammurabi like, on that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I have Spieth over Matty Fitz, plus 120. That's another good one. 
and my absolute hammer play. Hammer! Neiman. Do you need the hammer? No, nah, I don't. I don't even want the hammer for this. Ran out of nails. Yeah, I ran out of nails. So I'm hammering too many things this week. But this is the number one. Neiman over the Bez plus 100. Ah. If you do not play that, you are out of your mind. Well, then call Creedmoor because I guess I'm fucking insane <laughs> and I love the Bez. But I don't know. I like the balls to go after that one. And I do like Neiman to possibly be a dark horse if he can get out of that. I just, that is clearly my favorite region. And the Harmonator, too. I like that play you had on him. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty jacked up. I wasn't sure about this coming in, probably just too depressed after the Honda, but this should be a really great tournament to watch, and you get the extra day of it too. So uh, I should mention quickly uh, for the real sickos out there, I didn't really give you a sicko special this week, but we'll say uh, we like Chuck Hoffman down at the Corrales Punta Cana Championship for the DR, the off-week event this week. Uh, yeah, there's also a couple Euro tours over in Kenya. They got, they're doing a tournament there uh, this week if you're really sick. Uh, they had the magical Kenya Open last week, actually. I think that's what Rosner hit that 70-foot putt. But mm. uh, w- our primary focus is the WGC this week. But if you want to get to a little DraftKings Punta Cana, they do have it available. Um, so oh, check it out. Before, I don't mean to cut you no, off, but before, I forget to mention, whatever the line is for Siwoo Kim over Tommy Fleetwood head-to-head, mm-hmm. Tommy Fleetwood sucks, Siwoo Kim is a legend, <sighs> hammer him. I can't tell if you're completely oh joking. I'm right not joking now, at all. Siwoo Kim is please don't lose your money, just folks. No, be don't careful. listen to me. Listen to me. Bubba I promise. And Siwoo both fit, but just scare the shit out of me. So just, listen, if you want to do it, do it. What am I to tell you? Otherwise, go for it. Go for it. If you're confident, lay the hammer down. Fuck go to it. Home Depot. Get Send the it. hammer. Get some more nails because James <laughs> Hahn and General Patton took them all. <laughs> I think Sammy Burns has a few in his head too from a few weeks back, but. Whatever. We gave you guys a ton of plays this week. Hope you liked the breakdown. Uh, and I'll just one more recommendation. Go on Amazon. Get the little red book uh, from Uncle Harvey Penick. It'll be a great read leading into the Masters. And a quote from him, he always used to say, to take dead aim. So I think that's what we need to do this week. Best of luck to all. And enjoy the tournament in Austin. Thank you.